Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to the broadcast today. Thank you for joining with me. And I pray that as you're watching today's message, it's going to inspire your faith and cause you to think bigger than you've ever thought before, believe bigger than you've ever believed before. God wants to do some big things in your life. Once again, I'm going to take you back into the Southwest Believers Convention sponsored by Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And I've been privileged to be a speaker in each one of these conventions every year for over 30 years now. And it was an honor to be able to share the word that the Lord has given me uh, for 2019 regarding marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. So I want to encourage you to watch very closely now, and if possible, take notes. And then at the end of the broadcast, I'll be back and share some things with you that I believe you're going to want to hear. So watch closely now as we take you into that convention. And once again, we're talking about marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God, and particularly in the area of you experiencing more and more of God's favor. So get ready now, enjoy it, and then I'll be back in just a few moments. Let's open our Bibles first of all to Galatians chapter 3. And I've been talking about our God-keeping covenant, all our, our God-keeping covenant, our keeping covenant God. So I just want to make sure you're paying attention. <laughs> our covenant-keeping God. And I want to continue on that. This will be my last session this time. And uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to share the Word with you. Thank you so much for being so receptive, so attentive. You guys are awesome. And it's just been such a pleasure being able to share what the Lord's put on my heart, and thank you for receiving it. Thank you for receiving me. Galatians chapter 3, and as you're finding that, it's very familiar scripture I'm going to be reading. I just want to open it up with this statement. Learn to value your covenant with God more and more every day of your life. Learn to value your covenant with God more and more every day of your life. It was provided for us through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that should make it very special to each and every one of us. Amen. How many of you are appreciative of the blood of Jesus and what it has provided for us? Amen. Not only that, but it's God's guarantee, our covenant, it's God's guarantee to a life of victory. Because through our covenant, we are blessed and we are favored by God. And since the Bible says that it is a better covenant founded upon better promises, I like to say it this way. If Abraham was blessed and favored, if I have a better covenant founded on better promises, then I'm extremely blessed and highly favored. Can you say amen? amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I am extremely blessed and highly favored. And then tell them, go ahead and touch me. It'll be all right. Praise God. <laughs> I like to do that. Extremely blessed and highly favored by God. I want to talk to you today as I wrap this up on about, or about our covenant of favor. Covenant of favor. I've been preaching on the favor of God ever since I've been in the ministry, even before I moved to Fort Worth and came to work with Brother Copeland. It's the first revelation that God gave me when I was preparing to go into full-time ministry. Now, I'd never heard of it. I didn't know there was such a thing. 
favor with God? What kind of person has favor with God? You know, I, I never heard anything like that. Now, my mom and dad, uh, they took me and my sister to a little Baptist church down at the end of our road. I never one time heard my pastor talk about the favor of God. In fact, I never even heard him talk about a covenant with God. Now, he may have, and I wasn't listening, but I don't ever remember that coming up. And particularly the favor of God. I didn't know what would you have to do to have favor with God, you know? And uh, so when the Lord began to talk to me about that and show me the scriptures about it, and then one day during that three month period, I would get up every morning and I'd, I'd pray in the spirit and I'd fellowship with the Lord and then I'd study the word. And, and at noon I'd come out and have lunch with my family and then I'd go back in about one o'clock and, and study the word and pray and come out at, you know, five, 5.30 or so and have dinner with them, do whatever they wanted me to do. And after they went to bed, I went right back in and kept studying the word. And every morning when I'd get up, I began to expect God to speak to me. And uh, so I kept a journal and I'd write down what the Lord would say to me. I still have those journals. I've been journaling those things uh, for 50 years now. And all those previous journals are in my archives. Every once in a while, I'll go to the archives and pull one out and, and be reminded of what he said to me way back there in 1969 or 1970 and where I was when he said it and so forth. And one morning the Lord said, I'm going to teach you how to walk in my favor and I'm going to hold you responsible for teaching it to others so that they will learn to walk in the favor of, of God as you do. And then he said this, and there will come a day when your name will be known around the world for the favor of God that's on your life. Now I wrote all that down. Now I didn't even tell Carolyn. I mean, I'm less than three months old in the Lord. You don't go to church the next day and say, guess what? <laughs> my name will be known around the world for the favor of God that's on my life. You don't tell people that. So I didn't tell a soul. I wrote it down. And, and it was a long time after that, that I even brought it up and told somebody about it, my wife and, and others. And then the Lord began to have me to start teaching on it because it was working for me. I began to experience the favor of God in, in many, many ways. In fact, I'm convinced to this day that when Brother Copeland came back that second time to preach in Shreveport, when I was still living there, uh, one night he stopped in the middle of his sermon and said, Jerry, stand up. I was really surprised he even remembered my name. I just, you know, had short time of fellowship with him in that previous visit. And he said, Jerry, stand up. And I didn't have a clue what he was going to do or say. And he said, uh, I was in prayer today and the Lord showed me that you and I will be a team. We're going to spend the rest of our lives together preaching the word of God from one end of this planet to the other. And it'll be your responsibility to believe God for the perfect timing for the team to begin. Sit down. And then he kept on preaching. <laughs> I turned to my wife. I said, what did all that mean? I was so young in the Lord, you know. I said, what did all that mean? She said, I think we're moving to Fort Worth. <laughs> I said, why? She said, well, he said you're going to be a team and you're going to spend the rest of your lives together and preach the Word of God together all over the world. Now, Kenneth Copeland was the man who brought the Word to me that changed my life. 
I'd been running and running and running. But after hearing him, I couldn't run anymore. It changed my life. Now, how good is it that you wind up working with the person God used to change your life? Amen. Would you not call that favor? Amen. Not only that, but I originally heard the call of God in 1957 when I was 11 years old. And that's not what I wanted to do, so I never told a soul about that. And I felt like if, if I never voice this, if I never tell anybody about it, then uh, God will realize he made a mistake and I won't have to do it. So, but I heard the call watching Oral Roberts on my grandmother's old black and white field code television set in 1957 in Oklahoma City. And once again, I never told anybody about it. When Carolyn and I married, she didn't know anything about that. And, but she knew I had to call a God on my life, but I, never, I wasn't about to tell her about that experience because that would have been leverage. <laughs> she would have brought up, well, you remember God telling you that you were called? I, I'm not gonna tell her that because I'm still running, you know? And uh, so it was through the ministry of Oral Roberts I first heard the call. What is the coincidence or what are the odds that the man that I wound up yielding to the message that he preached previously worked and trained under Oral Roberts? Come on. That's right. Is this not the favor of God? Come on. You, you can't write scripts like my life. Yeah. <laughs> except God did. He, he had it all written out before I was ever formed in my mother's womb. You want, to find, you want to hear something else? You shake your head, yes, I'm going to tell you anyway. Now, this, if this is not something that only God could do, before Carol and I married, I was going to college in Natchitoches, Louisiana, at Northwestern State College. And... Uh, I wasn't serving the Lord. This was before Christ, B.C. And, and uh, I learned a, a game that I fell in love with that's played in South Louisiana. I learned it from Cajuns, and it's called Boure. Anybody ever heard of Boure? Jesse, lift your hand. <laughs> Kathy, well, I got to be an expert Boure player. And it's a game where... You, you can win a ton in one hand and you can lose everything you got in one hand. You know? and, and I got to, I got to be a really good Ray player and therefore I played it all the time. In fact, our apartment that we had off campus, I'm rooming with a bunch of heathen boys. And if we had time, we went to class, but we played Ray all day, all night. I never realized what a messy, junky, stinky place I was living in until I met Carolyn. And, and, and we started dating. And I, I come back to that apartment one day and I thought, dear God, this place stinks. Have I been living here? And uh, so I wasn't living for the Lord. And I'm playing Boo-Ray. Well, there was a place right outside of town called the Fountain Blue Lounge. And we went there every Friday and every Saturday. And we played Boo-Ray. And it was not a good place to be, but we played Boo-Ray. They had a live band that was there every weekend. I could hear the band playing, but I wasn't in the same room 
where the band was playing. I'm in there where we're playing cards, but I could hear this band. Well, later after I met Jesse and I heard that he was in a rock and roll band or had a rock and roll band when he was in high school, I asked him, I said, Jesse, did you ever play in Natchitoches? He said, oh yeah. I said, Fountain Blue Lounge? He said, oh yeah, many times. Jesse and Jerry were in the same lounge at the same time, didn't know each other. And after we found that out, it just tickled me because I thought God was looking down and thinking, if them two boys only knew what I had planned for them. Is that not the favor of God? Amen. Hallelujah. I've experienced the favor of God all my life. I was experiencing the favor of God even before I came to God. It seemed like all of my life I was always being selected for this. If there was, I remember, anybody you remember, if you're as old as I am, anybody remember the old Westerns and a man named Lash LaRue? Anybody remember Lash LaRue? Oh, he was one cool cowboy. I loved Lash LaRue. He not only dressed in black and had, you know, two guns, but he had a bull whip, pop. Oh man, he carried that thing around. And if he didn't shoot, he popped you. And I loved Lash LaRue. Well, the state fair in Shreveport, Louisiana, always brought some celebrity and he spent the week there. And this one year, it was Lash LaRue. And he, they had this big auditorium and Lash LaRue and his partner, Fuzzy Q, was there. And every kid that loved Lash LaRue, they, want, they could hardly wait for the state fair to begin. I couldn't hardly wait. My dad took me to that state fair, went in that auditorium where Lash LaRue was, and he did a few tricks with that bull whip. And then he said, now I need a volunteer. 2,000 kids hollered, pick me, pick me. And I was one of them, pick me. And Lash LaRue, pick me. <laughs> and I was brought up on stage and he put some paper in my hand and popped it out and put some paper in my mouth and popped it out. And he did all kinds of tricks. And then he autographed a picture, gave me a watch with his picture in it. Do you not think the next day at school Pride set in. <laughs> did, you, did you see my watch? To Jerry Lash LaRue. God was always doing things like that, but I didn't know it was God. I thought his luck. And I'd have people say to me all the time, you're the luckiest kid I've ever seen. You're the luckiest guy I've ever met. It wasn't luck. Later I learned it was the favor of God. Amen. We have a covenant of favor with God. And I want to talk to you about that today. You ready? Amen. Look at Galatians 3.29. You're familiar with this. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The message translation says, according to the covenant promises. Heirs according to the covenant promises. Well, I remember the first time I heard Brother Copeland, he's preaching about our covenant, and he's made the statement that your Bible ought to get, you ought to get to the place where your Bible just automatically opens to Galatians 3 and Deuteronomy chapter 28. 
because Deuteronomy chapter 28 talks about those promises that God made Abraham in that Abrahamic covenant. And here it says that if we belong to Christ, if we're in, if we're in Christ, born again, then we are heirs according to the promise. So you need to know what those promises are. Amen. And you're going to find them in Deuteronomy chapter 28. And so let's go back there for just a moment. And notice it says that God promises to bless us coming in and going out in the city and in the field. And you can keep reading them. I'm not going to take the time to read them all. But you ought to become familiar with all those blessings that are recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 28, about the first 14 verses. Those blessings belong to you, praise God. You're an heir according to the promise. Can you say amen? amen. And when you see the word bless, think empowerment to prosper. When God blesses somebody, He places an empowerment on their lives to prosper to increase, to excel, to rise above what keeps everybody else down. That's what the blessing is. It's not just a religious word, and it's not just a word you use when somebody sneezes. It's a whole lot deeper than that. Amen? And so notice here, the blessings of Abraham belong to us. God blessed Abraham. Now go back to Genesis chapter 12, if you will. Genesis chapter 12, and look at verse 2. This is God introducing himself to Abram, whom later he called Abraham. And I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee. Make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless thee. Everybody say, I will bless thee. Now, if you look in the Amplified, it goes on with, I will bless thee with an abundant increase of favors. I will bless thee with an abundant increase of favors. So that says to me that you can't separate the blessing of God from the favor of God. And you can't have one without the other. Hallelujah. So how many of you believe the blessing of God is on you today? Then you have to believe the favor of God's on you as well. Now you may not have as have experienced as many manifestations of it as I have, but that doesn't mean you can't. The only difference between me and some of you is I'm highly developed in the favor of God. I expect it every day of my life. I get up decreeing it. I go to bed talking about it. I expect it everywhere I go and in everything I do. And it doesn't surprise me when it happens because I'm expecting it but it does surprise me in how God goes about making it happen. You know, one day we were, we I, I have a, a Christian motorcycle ministry that I founded 20 years ago, and it's called Chariots of Light Christian Bikers. And we do tours all over America and other nations as well. And we send our team out into all of the major secular rallies uh, around the country, like Bike Week in Daytona, Sturgis, uh, and we win thousands of people to Christ every year, praise God. It's just since we just started recording and documenting the salvations 20 years ago, and uh, uh, 10 years ago, rather. And over the last 10 years, we've had over 200,000 people come to Christ through Chariots of Light. Hallelujah. And, and we were doing a tour. I was preaching. Uh, we, we'll do a, a tour where we do a 
a, a meeting in a different city every night for about a week. And we were doing an Ozark tour. And we were preaching in Keith and Phyllis Moore's church in Branson. And then the next morning we all rode, and there was about 60 of us, I guess, on this particular tour. And we all rode to Tulsa. And I was to preach in Billy Joe and Sharon's church in Tulsa. Well, on the way there, I'm just riding along. And I'm thinking about the favor of God all the time. I'm thinking about the favor of God, the blessing of God, my covenant with God. It's just on my mind all the time. And I'm riding along there. And, and usually uh, my director, Bill Horn, I'll have him ride up in front and then I'm right behind him. And then his wife, Ginger's behind me. And then our uh, chapter presidents line up and, and then the others fall in behind. And I'm, I'm riding right behind Bill. And I'm riding along there, and all of a sudden I heard this in my spirit. The Lord said, if the blessing is to empower you to prosper, then what is my favor for? So I'm, I'm thinking about that. I'm riding along there, you know, but I got this on my mind. If the blessing of God is the empowerment to prosper, then what is the favor of God for? And I thought about it and I thought about it. And before I could answer, he said, the favor of God is produce the opportunities to make it happen. The blessing of God is the empowerment to prosper. The favor of God produces the opportunities to make it happen. Thank you for your enthusiasm. And once again, you can't separate one from the other. If you have the blessing of God, you also have the favor of God. The favor of God is not something you can earn. You can't get good enough for it. You can't do enough good things for it. Jesus provided it at Calvary. Hallelujah. All you need to do is receive him into your life and praise God, the blessing comes on you right then. The favor of God comes on you right then. In fact, you came in here with it on you a little while ago. You're going to walk out of here with it on you when you leave. You're going to take it home with you. You're going to get up next week with it on you. You've got something on you that the rest of the world don't have a clue about, and it's enabling you to prosper, increase, rise above, excel, learn to tap into it more, learn to Appreciate it more. Can you say amen? Hello, friends and partners. Brother Jerry here. I am celebrating 50 years in the ministry, and to commemorate this special occasion, we put together a very special 50 year anniversary Bible. We call it the Favor Edition. It's a limited edition, and along with it, it's got several of my favor sermons and outlines that I've preached all over the world. Now I know there'll be a blessing to you. And along with that, you'll get a 40-page scrapbook of photos from beginning of this ministry right up to this present time. And I know that you'll enjoy reading it, looking at all the photos. Maybe you'll even find yourself in one of them. I want to thank you in advance for placing your order right now. And you can do so by going to our website, jerrysavelle.org. All the information on how to order this special Bible is available to you. Do it now. They won't last long, so be one of the first to order this special Bible. Thank you very much. It is time for you to see God's mountain-moving power in your life. 
It's available right now in the powerful book and three CD teaching, Marvels, Wonders, and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God. Jerry Savelle reveals how God's plan is to continue doing the miraculous and bring a harvest of blessing. In this timely package, you'll learn three acts of faith that usher in God's wonders, the role angels play in the manifestation of God's greatness in our lives, the relevance of prophecy in the end time harvest, the necessity of finances for the end time harvest, how to position yourself for an abundant harvest, and more. Today is the day. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this powerful teaching, including the Marvels and Wonders book and CD set. Dare to mix your faith with what His Word has already promised. Begin to experience marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness today. Thank you once again for watching the broadcast today. And I want to challenge you as we leave the air, I want to challenge you to begin to believe God for more and more manifestations of His favor in your life. You know, God is the God of marvels. God is the God of wonders. He's the God of extraordinary manifestations. And He wants to show you His favor in ways that you have never experienced before. Now, I have been preaching the gospel now for 50 years, and I have walked in the favor of God all of those 50 years. And in fact, I'm known all over the world for the favor of God that's on my life and on my ministry. But I'm experiencing the favor of God this year beyond anything I've ever experienced before. God is not limited. Don't limit Him, all right? Don't limit God. Dare to believe big. Dare, dare to think big and dare to expect big things from God this year. Now, I want to pray for you right now. Yeah, I realize that many of you are going through situations that in the natural, it looks impossible. But remember this, our God is the God who knows no impossibilities. He's El Shaddai. That's the God in whom nothing is impossible. So, Father, I pray over all of our viewing audience right now, no matter what they're going through, I believe that you're bigger than their problem, you're greater than their problem, you're greater than their adversity, and you're the God that does all things well. You're the God that loves your people, and because you love them, you want every need in their life to be met and to be fulfilled. So I pray right now that they will stay strong, that they'll not give up under pressure, that they'll stay in your word. And as they stay in your word, you're going to reveal to them exactly what they need to do to get in position to experience marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of your greatness. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Lift your hands right now and just say, I receive that in Jesus' name, and then begin to expect it. Praise God. Now, before we leave the air, let me remind you of our special offer, my brand new book. It came out during this convention, and it's, uh, it was first time we've, we've offered it during this series of meetings that you've been watching uh, over the last few weeks, Marvels, Wonders, and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God. It's a powerful book, and I believe, praise God, as you begin to read it and you study it, and uh, you, you go through your Bible, search out all the scriptures that I share in the book, it's going to cause your faith to reach a new level. And you're going to begin to expect big things from God, bigger things from God than you've ever experienced before. And right along with it is the CD series entitled Marvels, Wonders, and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God. These are two powerful resources that I know once you begin to listen to them, begin to read it, it's going to make a big difference in your life. So 
place your order today. You can go online, jerrysavelle.org, or you can look at the information that's on the screen right now and place your order. Thank you again for watching. I'll see you next week. And remember, your faith will overcome the world.